So we are here with the Nick and Chris show as the normal host of the sports dude, James, is has better things to do and not here right now. Slacking off, being a slacker. So right now it is runners on the corners, first and third. Three Red Sox. So surprised that the Yankees are losing with a triple-A team. Um, my man, my man, Holy Park is coming up, bro. Here we go. This is it right here. His first chance you. for big. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. He's going to lace it double into the gap. He's going to score two. And then that's probably everything that's going to happen. But that, that's my call. Actually, Kittens is running. So it'll, they might score one. Let's let's see what happens, but Here we're we go. gonna. My man, Hoy Park. Oh, what a hard ground ball to the first baseman, and he says, "Well, this is the." Uh, are you are you that far ahead of me? Right now, he's still standing there. I guess so because it's the the seventh is over. Oh well, then there you go. I take There's that, that goddamn delay, but we're well. gonna fast forward to October third, and why October third? Because that is the last Sunday of Major League Baseball where they are playing the Tampa Bay Rays. And I am and I am predicting at this point, even if Judge and, and, and Gio come back next week, right now they're at a point where they're eight out of the division, four and a half out of the wild card. So best, best absolute case scenario is... Yankees lose every game, but the other teams lose, so it's only a half up each way, which means well, I mean, they'd be like, you know, 11 out of the division and like eight, eight and a half out of the wild card. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, this, this series is going to really, really dictate a lot. Um, you know, it's... It, I don't know. You know, a lot of people keep saying, hey, man, remember how far back they were in 1978? 1978, you know what? You had Reggie. You had Thurman. Stars. You had, you know, these guys who were balls-out players. And uh, I don't know. I'm not seeing it now. Now we got, you know, Trey Ambergy out there. So Trey um, Ambergy, Hoy Park. These guys are not... Derek Jeter, Jorge Posada, and Mariano Rivera. That's no. not what these guys are. These guys may be more athletic than they ever were. These guys may be faster than they ever were. But, you know what? That's about it. Derek Jeter had it. Derek Jeter said, you know what? We're down 2 nothing. You thought you are going to punch us in the mouth? No, I'm going to lace a two-run double down the right field line, tie this yeah. bad boy up. Then Jorge's going to come from behind me, or Bernie Williams, or... A Rod or, or Mondesi or, or Tino or Paul I mean, or yeah. or anyone goddamn else and batch a three run homer in dead center field in the blacktop and call it a day. But yeah. the Yankees don't have that. And we're about to take a little break as James is finally deciding to grace us with his presence. Hey, there he is. Hold on one second. So now once again James has finally decided to think that we're important and he's come and decided to do his responsibility. Fashionably late. Hello, James. Hi, Chris. Uh, hi, James. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris, what, what did, I, I'm going to get right to the point. Why did yeah. the suck? <laughs> How much time you got? Um, it just starts from the top down, buddy. You know that. I mean, it's... Um, 
it's philosophical. It's and it's just they don't have the right guys to play the game that they want. They keep plugging in guys that are like, okay, you know what? If you were to set up a lineup on MLB the Show, right? These are all the guys you'd want because you want to fucking just crush a ball and just, you know, you want the three run over. Here's the thing: these guys don't do it, and and, and the, the the offense is terrible, the base running is terrible, the fielding is terrible. The pitching is turning out to be terrible for the most part. Um, so when you can't do anything, pitch, run, throw, catch, uh, you're going to find yourself in a really, really funky situation like the Yankees have now. And the problem with this Yankee team on a night like this, 3 nothing is not supposed to make you lose a goddamn ball game. Now, the oh, exactly. one, Jordan Montgomery is the most consistent pitcher we have. He has one crappy inning, then the rest of the way is zeros, okay? And You know, it, it happens. You know, pitchers have one bad inning. I mean, that happened to every pitcher, you know, I mean, God, you know, it, it, it's every pitcher is allowed one bad inning, and he did. And, and, and I missed the Gardner play. I saw a lot of people who were like, how the hell did he not make that play? I didn't see it. I was out getting gas. It was like a foot in front of him. He leaped. You know, LeCastro probably does maybe catch that because he's fast. But but at the same time, too, maybe because he's too fast, maybe he misses it. So I'm not putting it on Gardner. It, it's not like it hit his glove. It, it was a full foot in front of his glove. So, so okay. Pete... Pete, so what, what happened? I mean, explain it to me. Did he just pull up in front of the? No, 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 no. So, so the ball's ahead of him the whole time. He's running. Then he does one of those little like jumps where his knees up, but his one leg is down. So it's basically an attempt just to make an attempt. He, he had no shot at catching that baseball. Okay. Then, All right. well, then, then one, one, one run scored, and then the next inning, a two-run home run by some guy and everyone heard of. So, yeah. that's, that, that's the runs. Remember, I mean, for the last few years with Tanaka, we all knew he was going to have that one inning where he's going to give up two or three runs. But then he's wiped out. Um, look, it, it happens. Pitchers are human. You can't expect everyone to be Max Scherzer or, or Garrett Cole. You can't expect lockdown nine innings from everybody. You can't. Of course. That's not the way the game is anymore. Um, I'm not exactly sold on Boone's usage of the bullpen. We've seen that time and time again. Um, I'm certainly not sold on Matt Blake. I said it from day one. You know, he'd be great in a, in a role behind the scenes. Uh, maybe, you know, you know, like David Cohen as a pitching coach, somebody who actually could talk to a pitcher who's been there before would have been great. But, uh, and Blake, you know what? Let Blake sit in the pitching lab, the gas station. Let him work on the sequencing and, and all that shit. I do, I do not think he's a good fit. I still don't. Um, you know, people are going to say I'm an old man yelling at the clouds, but you know what? I want a pitching coach that is going to make the pitchers feel better. One of the things about Mel Stottlemyre was he was not only a great pitching coach and knew how to get the most out of his guys, he knew how to calm his guys down. You have to be well, a borderline Solo shot in the you know top what I mean? of the night. You have to be a psychiatrist 
to be a good pitching coach. You can't have a guy who's, who just knows Rapsodo and is like, yeah, I coached in high school, <laughs> but I know all these numbers. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not saying Matt Blake's role is not useful, but what his role was in Cleveland, if, if you'll think about it, was pitching coordinator. He's great at that. Yeah. He's not the guy to go out there and, and, and try and calm somebody down. You know what? I mean, he's going to go look into his freaking hat at the card and say, this is what you're doing wrong. No, that's not how you call a pitcher down. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, Chris, um, do you think that with, with not just the Yankees, but today's pitchers, have we forgot how to pitch? Because it seems like everyone just knows how to throw 90, 9900 yeah. off the gun and not know how to pitch. James, 100%. Yes. The, the, it's, it's all about pitching spin rate sequencing, which is a word I hate, um, because sequencing is, should just be from a pitcher's head, and you should be reach, like reading what the batters are doing and, and reading their swing. Um, you can't just go out there you know, with a script and say, this is how I'm going to attack this guy. It doesn't make any sense. Pitchers, and this is why I love my man Nesticles, Nestor, nasty Nestor Cortez is because he pitches. He actually pitches. He like he'll do weird things like Louis Tia, like turn his back and hesitate and pull like an old Duque thing where he comes from a different arm slot. He's one of the few guys that actually pitches on the team and look at the success he has. And and I I, I do think pitching is a lost art and. Now, without the uh, sticky stuff and the spider tag, um, you have to get these guys pitching again. And they need to locate. They need command. They need to understand the guys they're looking at without looking in their freaking hat at some card. You know what I mean? Like, they need to be pitchers. Major League pitchers are the best pitchers in the damn world. So don't tell me that they can't do it without the help of a card or without the help of slow-mo video or, or, or shit like that. Look at what Nestor Cortez is. What, is he, what does he throw at, Nick? What, what maybe 92? Yeah, yeah, and you know what it is? He 92, does. 92, 93 on the gun. The hardest yeah. I've ever seen him throw was like 94. That was the hardest yeah. I've ever seen him throw was 94. Exactly, but he locates. He knows how to pitch. He knows what the batters are thinking. And he knows where to go with each pitch. And, and he relies on deception. He relies on command. He relies on... Uh, uh, and, and that's just... I mean, I, I've spoken to so many pitchers that have pitched between the 60s and the 90s. And that's what they did. You know what? You know what? Great. If you can throw 100, you throw 100. You blow up by it. But that's... Just because you can throw that hard doesn't mean... You should throw that hard. That's that's my whole point. Tonight is, I believe, the first time the Yankees went over forty thousand. Hope dropped attendance, forty thousand one hundred and thirty people. And the problem with pitchers who have ninety nine in their back pocket is they think when the curveball don't work, when the slider don't work, when anything else don't work, I can just blow it by you. And that may happen one pitch. It's not going to happen if you do it eight more pitches when you're already gassed in the sixth, seventh inning. Well, you can't, you can't give somebody the gas eight times in a row, especially if it's not moving because you're relying on spider attack. I mean, seriously, you can't. Yeah. Um, 
You know, I mean, if your ball's not moving, remember when Nathan Avaldi was on the Yankees? Yeah. And his ball wasn't moving, but he was throwing gas. But they're just, you know what? You can throw a ball 200 miles. Louis Tion told me this, and I will never forget it. You can throw a ball 200 miles an hour, but if it doesn't move, it's leaving the park at 400 miles an hour. Oh, absolutely. And, and that's the thing, you know? I mean, that's the thing. You have to know how to pitch. And... So, you know, to, you know, back to James' question, yes, I do think guys, and, and I think you're going to see it. It might not happen this season. Um, it probably won't happen with a guy like Matt Blake um, at the helm. But, uh, you know, I, I think what the Yankees do need as far as a pitching coach, and, and I'm not going to, fuck, you know, screw it. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. A guy like David Cohen would be huge because he understands the analytics. But he's been there. If he needs to go out there and, you know, and just diffuse the situation, it's like, great, you loaded the bases with no out. I'd rather have David Cole coming out there telling a joke and, you know, and just calming everybody down than having Matt Blake come out there and say, well, you know, you know, you have to really think about your release point and, you know, you know keep your mechanics exactly the same because, you know, the odds are that you'll get him out if get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. You know what the problem is, though? David Cohn would never do that because, one, he's probably making he's making more money in the booth than he ever would as a pitching coach. And While I agree with you, I'm not necessarily... I, I, don't, know, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, James, because he... You know what? You know, I'm sure he's making a nice salary not having to be on the field and not having to travel and, and all that, but... I disagree. I, I think Cone is one of those guys who wants to be on the field, man. And, and I think he's one of those guys that would do a great job, and he would do a hell of a job with the Yankees pitching staff. Oh, no, no, uh, no, no. He would do a good no, job. No, if, you but... the money that, if you think about the money that Hal Steinbrenner has and what they're paying Boone, you don't think he's going to match a salary or up it? If they, if they throw him in the dugout and they throw him in the clubhouse. To, to it's not like how it was I 10 do, years ago. You know, you know, ten ten years ago, managers were making five, six, seven million dollars. Now, most managers e- either make between five hundred k to a million and a half. Pitching pitching coaches normally get less than that. I mean, David Cole may may get a million and a half, but he's probably making three, four, five in the booth. He he, he gets to come and go as he please. You know, you know, I don't want to get into the financial side of things, but I guarantee you he can make more money as a pitching coach at the New York Yankees than he is sitting on his ass in the booth. I, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Plus another factor we got to keep in mind that Dave McCollum loves the Yankees. So he, yeah. really, he loves this franchise. So it's not like you're hiring some outside schmuck like Max Blake. You're hiring someone who has uh, blood in the ground, Yep. Won championships with the Yankees, who is a pitcher, who's with the analytics, but knows how to pitch. See, exactly. And, 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 and to go to an extra point, because I'll make it quick, like, do you think that by hiring like a guy like David Cohn, can the Yankees can finally have a balance between analytics and heart? Because ever since Brian Cashman went to the numbers, the Yankees don't have the heart. And you need heart in baseball. You need gut. You need feel. I mean, you know where I stand on this, but I'm going to tell you really quick. They need that heart and the gut. I mean, you have to manage from the gut, and you have to you have to watch the game in front of you. 
because it doesn't play out on a spreadsheet. It just doesn't. I love analytics. Everybody thinks because, you know, Ball Nine, you know, we do a lot of poo-poo on analytics, but I still love the shit. And it's interesting because it can make your team better. When What the Yankees do differently than, say, a team like Tampa is they'll take their analytics, but they don't know what the hell they're doing with them. They don't implement them correctly. So that's why the Yankees have this $210 million payroll. They have, you know, a bunch of guys that are exactly the same. It's like a lineup of... You know, like, oh, it's like robots. Cool, we, we're going to try and hit home runs. Get the hell out of here. That's not what works. And, you know, you look at a team that relies heavily on analytics, like like the Rays, like the Dodgers. You know, I mean, these guys do, but they have the right players for the system. So you do need a mix between real life and, uh, you know, what, what do you call it? It's like computer life, you know? You need to you use the analytics to your advantage, but you can't overly rely on it because you're seeing what happens when you overly rely on it, and you're seeing what this Yankee team is. They're a mediocre team, and uh, they'll be lucky to make the friggin' wild card at this point. They'd be lucky to make the wild card part point at this point. They're down for nothing. They needed to go... Oh, did they score again? I came outside to sit down and talk to you guys. Yeah, it's the bottom of the eighth. Four nothing. All doors up. All oh, one yeah, count. there you go. Chat, Chapman was warming up for the ninth. It's going to be his first oh, time great. pitching. So Chapman is a $13 million garbage time mop-up guy. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> yeah, his first time pitching in, in eight full days. Today's the ninth day. So he's going to be guessing 102 because he's really amped and he's probably going to get rocked. So it's safe and to say... And they're down 4 to nothing, so who yep, cares? Yep, it's safe, it's safe to say they're going to lose this game, which means joke. 9 in the division and 5 in a, five out of the wild card. So it's 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 going to be a lot. If, if, if the Yankees and, and lose... Wait, 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 wait. Six of the next eight games are against Boston and Tampa? Is that, is that what All right, so what it was, it was 11 total... Red Sox and Rays. So now, okay. so now it's seven. It's, so if they don't it, go nine and two or eight and three, even they're screwed, dude. Right, I'm right, sorry. right. This but with a, this team, that's not going to happen. This is not a team that's going to all of a sudden make some huge run for history, for, you know, in the history books. They're just not, and they need to freaking clean house. I'm sorry. I look. I hate. I hate coming out one of these things as a Yankee fan because I'm always pissed off. But. uh you know, it's like these guys are just, they don't, there's no spark, there's no fire. And I, I don't want to blame Boone. Should I blame Boone? Should no. anybody blame Boone? No one, no one should blame Aaron Boone. Boone. They should blame the construction of it's the Cashman. team by Brian Cashman. Cashman. That's what it is. It's Cashman. You're right. It's Cashman. But the problem is, Aaron Boone is going to get fired because Cashman's still a year on the contract, so they could oh, say, look, you know, it's COVID. And, and, that, and that way, too, Cashman is going to have nothing to do at the trade deadline. Because any if, even if they brought in Joey Gallo, guess what? Ambergy or Park is gone. Two or three other prospects is gone. And Joey Gallo is not going to help. Do you guys want Joey Gallo? Uh, no. I think he's another standing and judge, a whole bunch of home Thank runs you. 
Maybe yeah. may, maybe but walks a little more, can. but he's going to strike out a lot too, so it's not worth it. It's, he it's, walks a little Hold on, hold on a second, Nick. He walks a lot because of who's hit behind him because nobody wants to throw to him. So, mm. yes, when he comes to the Yankees, he's not, not going to walk a lot. He's going to swing more. His fucking K rate is going to go up. He's, he's not the answer. The answer is not right in front of us either. But I'm telling you, it's not Joey Gallup. I'm sorry, it's just not. You 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 know what this Yankee team needs? And I've been saying it for months now. Carlos Correa. That's who the Yankees need. Well, because he's the kind I, of guy I, I agree with you, but that's not gonna happen until next year. Right, 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 right. So 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 that's why this year's watch. Because Carlos Correa would not put up with the shit. He would punch every single player right in the face and say, Do better, do better. Because he would he would play way better than Glaber. Better than Odor, better than better than anyone else they could get right now. Okay, no, I agree with you. So, all right, listen, you know, I'm going to turn the tables and I'm going to ask you guys a question. Um, what do you think the Yankees need to do for shortstop starting next year? Obviously, we're not changing. I mean, nothing this year is going to make a huge difference. But what do you guys think, both Nick and James? What do you guys think the Yankees need to do to be a contender next year? Fix the hole at shortstop, and what do you do in the outfield? I'm going to hang up and listen. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, Nick. Well, well, why my number one priority is Carlos Correa. That's my number one priority. Then I'm going to... Th- I'm, 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 I'm not exactly sure how Garner's option works. I know Garner has two options. The Yankees can decline one. Garner can accept team one. Option, though. Team option, team option. Oh. Alright, alright. So I'm going to say Yankees decline and they get rid of him. Then, okay, then... $11 million right there. Keep going. Then I'm, I'm going to try to go after Max Scherzer for a small two, three-year contract. Pair him up with... It's going to be two or three. Yeah, that, that's fine. Pair him up with Cole... Pair him up with Sevy, and that will alleviate some pressure of the offense. I'm going to talk to Aaron Judge and say, listen, if you want your extension, let's give you a small extension right now. You're not getting seven, eight years. You're not getting $250 million. It's not going to happen, Aaron. It's not going to happen. You went to college. That's on you, buddy. So you're not getting that contract. If you want to do that, cool. If not, you play it out, and if you get hurt, you get fucked by us. We ain't going to give you shit, and Judge's Chambers will be teared down as quick as we build it up. Then, I agree. I agree. Then, then, you have to, you know, I'm, I'm not exactly sure what's on the center fielder's market, so while, while I go look that up, James, talk. Go for it, James. Uh, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that. Sorry, I didn't, mean to, I didn't mean to start asking a question. No, Chris, your family, brother. You can ask whatever question you want to. <laughs> first things first. Um, if the Yankees miss the playoffs completely, I know this will not happen. But if this does happen, then I will give Hal props. props. I'm, I'm going to go clean house. Go, first thing we're gonna do, I'm gonna go clean out. I'm Cashman's yeah. boom like I'm not gonna fire Cashman per se because you know, I, I'm well, but, but but no, but because you know Cashman wouldn't do it. I'm thinking like how he, I would say reassign him to like a lesser role. Like he just he just will, will focus on scouting. He's not gonna have the final say in, in cold. I'm gonna hire someone 
who knows what they're doing. I'm going to hire someone that, that knows how to, A, balance between gut and balance between the computer nuances. So I'm going to revamp the entire Yankee organization from top to bottom. That's the first thing I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. And James, James, I got to ask James, I do have to ask you. Okay, you look at these teams, like, look at Boston. Look at Houston. They have these old-school managers who do manage by the gut or the balls or the ass or whatever you want to say, and look at what they're doing. They're tearing up. They're hitting the ball. They're like, you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do, Chris? Whatever GM I hire, there's one person I would hire, Buck Showalter. I think I think Buck would be great in the front office. I do not believe Buck is good. If it's not Buck, if it's not Buck, I'm gonna hire someone who's who has a balance of both. I don't know. Who no, I agree. I, 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 I know that, exactly that, who it is. It is Don Mattingly, but fucking Jesus okay. If it's Don Mattingly, then I'm hiring. Well, he's not coming. He already signed a two-year extension with the Marlins. Then give me Willie Randolph. Okay, fine, Randolph. The next thing I'm doing, the next thing I'm doing, I'm addressing the shortstop position. Glaber ain't shortstop, I'm sorry. This is now, what I want to correct you. I agree with you. I think he's expendable. I think, I think I'm maybe a change of scenery work. That's, I, I want to know that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. I'm trading Lay it on me, Torres. Lay it on me. I'm going to trade Glaber Torres. I don't know what team oh, God. I'm trading Glaber Torres because I think Glaber Torres would do better anywhere but New York. I'm going to sign a shortstop. I probably, Correa would be a nice choice, but I'm going to go Seager for this reason. Seager for this reason. I agree. For this reason only. For this reason only. He's a lefty back. He can play shortstop. And the Yankees need to have a balance in that. that. I'm declining Garner's option. Garner's got to go. That's right up my alley. That's right up my alley. Plus, that was also for any reason. Yeah, I will find a way to move Hicks. If I could find a way to move Hicks, I'm doing that. No shot. Larry, you pulled in Hicks, though. No shot, no shot. Who's taking a guy who hasn't played in, like, three years? Well, I don't know, but well, then I'm going to have to release him and find another center field. Find another center field or make a trade. I agree, I agree. All right, James, take a break for a second. Wait, 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 I'm not. No, keep going. No, wait, 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 wait. James is on a roll. Go ahead. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to find I'm going to sign another starting pitcher. If surgery is available, I'm going to sign another um, pitcher. I'm going to do that. I'm going to have a balance. I'm not trained stand because we can't. Um, Judge is going to have to play that contract and see how he is. Um, I would look, you know, to the catcher is what it is. It's whatever. But I would try to find a outfielder who's a lefty bat who, who, who can hit for, who's a contact hitter, who can hit for contact. Michael Brantley, Michael Brantley, do that as well, and then and then address them the corner outfielders, keep judging right, and then what you have is you revamp the bullpen a little bit. You know, Chapman, Chapman will probably not going to make the close. Chapman's going to be gone. Chapman, 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 Chapman is going to be trade bait. I think this okay. year. I think okay, Chapman's gone this year. Fine. fine, but either way, what I'm saying is that you revamp the bullpen, you get another started pitching, you have two new outfielders, you change the velocity, and boom. Yankees are instant contenders in 22. I'm done. Mic drop. 100%. All right. I appreciate it, man. The, the mic drop is great. I agree with everything you said. I think Chapman is gone this year. Um, I think he is kind of, he's gotten the yips. Like, remember what happened to Chuck Doblock when he couldn't throw from second to first? I think that's where Chapman is. I think he's gone. I think he gets some return for him. 
Um, I think Voight is gone. I think I think he's Boyd's gone. gone. He's gone. He's not. He's not staying. Voight's gone. Boyd's yeah, no. I, I, I would find a, I would I would find a left-handed first baseman. You know, if if you get like you know because like, the Yankees need well, to be I, I, I read I, James James I read something today that I think is interesting that the Cubs would be interesting would be interested in doing a sign and trade with with Rizzo. Now we know Rizzo has a bad back, but I would take him in the Yankee Stadium any day of the week. Oh my God, lefty bat with that short porch, first base. I mean, I mean, why right? sign up? That's what I'm Yankees up. baseball is. I mean, you have a Yankees, you know, you have a first base thing. Giambi, Kino, freaking Mattingly. You know, I mean, yeah, you need a lefty, lefty that's going to smack the shit out of the ball at that short porch. You know, I mean, I love DJ Mayu, but he's not a first baseman. You're wasting, you're wasting his talent to get him at first base. That's it. And, G, and, and DJ is a much better second baseman because I agree. Move in second base. Get rid of, get rid of Glaber. I'm sorry. Hey, look, I love Glaber. I bought, go. I bought every baseball card of Glaber that that is imaginable, <laughs> thinking that I was like, you know, in on the new friggin' Joe DiMaggio. Okay, screw it, screw it, Chris. If you're able to get a Rizzo and a Seager, like two lefty bats, I'm just saying if, and you change the philosophy of the Yankees, now all of a sudden the Yankees become contenders in 2022. Think about how exponentially your, your defense gets better. Because nobody's talking about how bad the fucking defense is. You have Gio, Seager, DJ, and Rizzo. Do not do not tell me that infield is infinitely better. And you have two um, corner, um, two better corner. You got two lefties, you got two righties, and you have and your defense goes up exponentially. You've got to be kidding me. And and your your entire defense is better. Your outfield defense is better. You get another starting pitcher to complement Cole. Your bullpen becomes better. Now all of a sudden the Yankees become a contender. Sanchez, don't get me wrong, but 
The guy can't catch. Let's be fucking honest. He can't catch. No. You got a rocket of an arm, but he can't catch. And I, I, I just he's no. not a good receiver of the baseball. He's not a good receiver of the baseball, Chris. And, and, and don't even get me started on the one knee shit where he's framing. Get the hell out oh of here, God. That is, you know that that that's the Yankees' fault for messing him up. That was the Yankees' fault for messing him. And now that again is is that falls on the player development side. The Yankees do not know how to develop players. They somehow make them worse. And that's I why how that's positive. I don't know. Chris, I don't know how that's why I said, Chris. That's why I said an overhaul of the Yankee philosophy. You need to yeah. change and the that overall starts of by the moving Cashman out of the goddamn. It, you gotta move stuff. Cashman, and you gotta move Boone, and you gotta bring in someone that development, make trades, knows what they're doing, change philosophy, because the only way the Yankees will be contended, you have to change the philosophy. I know. You can't I just fire you 100%. You can't, you can't just fire Boone and think all, all well no, and good. No, no, no. What's good you're is firing Boone? Hey, if you bring in somebody else, you're just gonna say yes to everything. Well, you, 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 you know what you're going to get? You're going to get Carlos Mendoza. You're going to get another Carlos Mendoza. Yeah. You're going to get another guy that's going to stay. I'll tell you something. I, look, look, if they do get rid of Cashman and Brian Stabian is available, look at what he built in San Francisco. Three championships in six years. I want Brian Stabian. He has the Yankees connection. That's the guy I think that needs to come in here. And bring the up. guys back. Bring the scouts back. Bring the fucking baseball people back. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, and, then, and then redo your analytics department, which is fine. I mean, dude, every team is going to have an analytics department, and I am okay with that. But use it well. Use it to your advantage. Don't use it to where it's like some kids, okay, cool. Um, I'm going to put Joey Gallo on my MLB The Show team. And now all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, we're just hitting home runs. Get the hell out of here. That's not how real life works. <laughs> they're not robots. They're freaking homies. They're human beings. I mean, like, bring me, I'm telling you, bring me Sadian, let him run the team, let the guys draft kids that are athletes. Look at the Yankees draft. Look at it. This kid, that was Trey, whatever the fuck his name is. Trey Sweeney. Trey Sweeney. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't he, they're like, so the first thing they say is like, he projects to be a third baseman. Cool. So why'd you just get this big, unathletic, six foot four shortstop who can't play fucking shortstop? Uh, <laughs> and meanwhile, across town, across town, the Mets always got the best pitcher in the draft, which is Belt. Two more rocker, baby. I can't believe you fell ten spots. That is a that is a win for the Mets. That is a huge win for the Mets. And we and know how how good the Mets player pitching development system is. I mean, dude, I mean, look, it's ridiculous. Tyler, Tyler McGill was a nobody. He even gives the Mets yeah. the innings. Come on. I know. The Mets, I know. Even though the I Mets mean, can't hit, at least the Mets can know how to pitch. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You have to pick one, at least. You can't suck at everything. <laughs> you know? <laughs> pick a struggle, Yankees. You know what? I'll at least figure something out. Great. It's a great. The Yankees have a high school pitching coach who knows fucking Rasoto. Okay, great. That's cool. You know, and, and I'm not, I'm not, I would never bitch about Marcus Timms because Marcus Timms was there in 2017 when everybody said the Yankees were the best hitting team in the world. I will never say a bad word about Marcus Timms because the guy knows what he's doing. He's just doing what he's told. So that, it, it's unfair to Marcus, and I think Marcus Timms is a 
But you know what? Marcus Davis is going to be the first guy to go because, you know, even though it's that's not how it it's not his fault. Well, that's that's fault. Fault. It's not his fault. Do you think Marcus Davis is sitting there being like, okay, don't hit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on. Okay, guys, if he's throwing the fastball, just look at it. Yeah, just wait for a fastball and just swing at everything like you're looking for a fastball. Come on, man. You can't blame Marcus Davis for this shit. But, you know, the hitting, first, the hitting coach is always the first to go. So I feel bad for the guy. But I, I, I have no problem with Marcus Simmons being a coach. Because like I said, if you remember in 2017, remember the AL, the ALCS against friggin' Houston in 2017? And all the doubles and everything, all the contact they made. How come Marcus mm-hmm. Simmons didn't get any credit for that? But he's supposed to get all the shit now? Get the hell out of here. It ain't Marcus Simmons' fault. This is organizational, it's philosophical, and it's a pile of shit. Yeah, it's um, it's like a, it's like a big pile of turd mixed with a steaming pile steaming of turd. turds. Yes, it's, it's I like agree. Big steaming turds, and then uh, it's like a part of me kind of wants to make the playoffs because. And, 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 this, and this is how cynical I, I am. I, I know where you're coming from, Nick. I know. I know. Okay. I wanted to miss the okay. playoffs because, man, maybe that gives them a good reason to clean out. I know. I guess that's it. Well, well, well I'm watching the Yankees, and I can't sit here and watch them lose. I'd rather sit there and watch the fucking Marlins. At least they're more fun to watch. And, and, and this is cynical. This is James, by the way. This is the cynical part I want. Um... I kind of want the Yankees to miss the playoffs and then let the Mets make a miraculous one and win the World Series because I want all the pressure to be on the Yankees. I want all to be on Hal, and I want Hal to be like, y'all, this, man, this, 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 this can't go on. Like, I can't see my crosstown rivals, like, you know, I, you know I, win, 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 win the World Series, and now all of a sudden they're the team of New York. I don't want that. I don't want 86 to happen all over again. So now we're going to like, oh, listen, we're going to... James, James I, I mean, my, my fault for... Sorry, I, I couldn't tell if it's... I had to scout it going on, but... But I agree with you 100%. You know, of course you don't go like that. that. But it's going to happen. I, I'm cynical, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm cynical. cynical. Yeah, yeah, are, are backtracking, and if you think they're not, you're not watching this shit. I'm sorry. Listen, but yeah. You know the Yankees are on pace to win 84 games? Yeah. And actually, it's, it's actually I said it before the year they're going to win eighty six. I didn't want to be right. I didn't want to be right. I wanted to be completely wrong about it. But I said before the year Yankees are going to win eighty six games, and that's what this team is. They're a barely over five hundred team, um, and, and that again that goes to the organizational philosophy. Yeah, but it, it, it's they're just not that good, dude. They're just not that good. And this is what it is. I mean, again, listen, I know you guys are a little younger. I lived through the 80s, and I remember when the Yankees were the fucking worst team in baseball. I still went. I, of course I still went, because I'm a Yankee fan, but, dude, they stink. They stink. And everyone thinking that they're just all of a sudden going to you know, turn the corner, they're not, bro. They're not. They're just not. Just, and that's the way it is. And I'm sorry we didn't talk about anything else aside from the egg. Well, it's okay. I mean, there's there's nothing else to really talk about as it's 4 nothing going to the bottom ninth. And to finish yeah, up no, what I was talking about earlier, 
Um, the free agent market for outfielders basically sucks. The best one, the absolute best one, is Jackie Bradley Jr. So for defense, I, that's I not terrible. That's not terrible. Um, I'd also trade Voight. I'd also trade Voight, and I would, and I would give Freddie Freeman easily a five-year deal, twenty-five a year. It, you never know. If the right money's thrown around. It's, you know, because the Braves. Well, listen, here's the thing. If the Yankees are going to do anything they need to start this year, and I do believe that, you know, that would have to be Cashman needs to be let go. You bring a guy in this season who has no attachment to the players and let him do his thing. You know what? If they trade Judge and get a haul for him, so what? There's nobody that's untouchable right now on the major league roster. I mean... You know what I mean? I mean, nobody's going to take coal. The guy's making $35 million a year. So, you're not taking you know, Stanton because there's no trade clause. <laughs> oh, no. oh, and also... I, 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 you know something? Let me tell you something. Stanton's a California guy, and I would not be shocked if he said okay to go to the Dodgers or to the Giants. I would not be shocked. Really? Because yeah. cause the, mean, cause, cause the Marlins tried to trade him to the Giants, and he said no. Well... Yeah, but that was also at the same time. Stan was Stan was having beef with the new ownership, with Jeter's ownership group. Um, he wanted to be Yankee he, man. He loves it here. <laughs> I, he does love it here, but at the same time, if this is what's going on, and he can make the same amount of money being closer to home and his family, I would not okay, be shocked. He would say, "I am." I would not be shocked, but. But he's not, and he also said no to the Coruscant, where is where he was supposed to go in the first place. That that was the better um, deal. Yeah. Also, also, deal, but he didn't want to, but he didn't want to go live in St. Louis, and I don't know if you've ever lived in St. Louis. I wouldn't either. I've been to St. Louis. I've been to St. Louis. I've been to St. Louis. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I, I wouldn't want to go live there either. But um, I, you know what's crazy is that you know what's crazy we could have gotten Chris. Christian Yelich. I don't love Christian Yelich on this team. Yeah, right. I've been saying it. I've been saying it since well before I was on, you know, the Yankee Twitter thing. Um, he's been my favorite player since he came up with uh, with the Marlins, and and you know, I mean, like, I, I, dude, he won me two championships because nobody knew who he was in fantasy baseball, and I was like, I, you know, first year I was like, I had never even seen a, a picture of the guy. But I was like, this kid's hitting 333. He's hitting the shit out of the ball. I was like, yeah, I'll take him. So then I grabbed him the next year, and he's like, Yelich is um, by far my favorite player in the league. That's not a Yankee. Yelich is, you know, and, but Jeter did the right thing. He unloaded Stan's contract to the Yankees who could pay him, and, you know, and the better player went to fucking Milwaukee. What are you going to do? Yeah, um, also in the minors tonight, Esteban Floreal hit two home runs. Yankees lost 4 nothing. are now 0-7 against the Boston Red Sox. When, J- yep. when J.D. Martinez hit his home run, he came into the dugout. They put him in a laundry cart and rolled him down to the other side of the dugout. Like, like they're treating the Yankees as a bunch of freshmen, and they're saying, Scrub, wash my balls. 
and go get me some bacon, egg, and cheese. You know what? You know what? Well, the Yankees are scrubs, so there's that. Deservedly <laughs> so. Deservedly so. The Yankees tried to pull some shit last week with Judge and his little, oh, I'm chilly. Now look what happened. Now look what happened. First off, Judge yeah. needs to stop trying to fucking troll people because he's not good at it. He is he now 0 for 2 at doing that, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. but you know what? If you're in first place and you're dominating the division like the Red Sox are, you can put somebody in a laundry cart. And it's funny. And it's fun. And you should have fun. The Yankees are not having fun. It's not fun to watch them. It's not fun to fucking talk it's about them. or watch them. Sure. They stink. Fellas, they stink. And that's what we have this year. We need football season. I, I, I truly need football. Yeah, but you also Chris can watch his Dallas Cowboys maybe win a mediocre the New Yorker division and he's have his team losing the wild card round. That, that that's what Chris needs. I'll take what I get, James. Damn, I don't give a shit. Football season is a lot I mean, better than this. You know what? I'd, ra- I'd rather watch my Cowboys with Dak than watch this fucking match. Nice move. Uh, but listen, but, but, but here's the thing, though. Here's what you mentioned, all those things. 
their NFL oh. schemes because they can pitch. See, that's oh. the Mets. The Mets may 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 be offensively challenged, but they can hit. Yeah. Which can is kind of crazy if you think about it, because you know yeah. the whole thing. You know, bring it. You know, bring it in the door, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Lindor is not going to suck for eight years. Lindor is going to be no. fine. He's, he hasn't hit his groove. We know that. Lindor is a freaking superstar. You know. Guys, Joe's McFly posted a picture where he said, bro, this is a level of sad that I didn't think could be achieved this year. It's a picture, say, stars of the game by Heineken, and it's Greg Allen, one for one with a single. That's a bright spot of the night, guys. On that note, I'm going back to the, like, on that note, oh my God, it's terrible, but, 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 if you look at, like, the Mets and Chris Bryant, it's like you said, you have an owner that cares, Sandy, who's been the game, you can say all you want about Luis Rojas, whether he's this or that, but, he gets I think Luis Rojas is a better hire than Aaron Boone, I'm gonna say. Yeah, like, he's like, he's like what Aaron Boone should have been. He's like, he's like, he's like, the, he's like the, I think Aaron Boone is like the, like, is like the target, and Luis Rojas. I think Aaron Trump. Boone, I think Aaron Boone is, yeah. <laughs> I, I do think Aaron Boone got, got the short end of the stick. Um, Aaron Boone is not like some idiot that's never been around baseball. No. I mean, he, no. I mean he's a third generation baseball guy. You don't, I mean, yeah, if you, if anyone says that Aaron Boone doesn't know baseball, they're fucking crazy. <laughs> Three generations of baseball, allowed, man. Yeah, but he's not allowed to do what the fuck he should do. That's and the let's problem. Be honest, people are. Be honest. You know that must be killing him. You know what I mean. He's, he's a third generation. He's a third generation. Like Hall of Fame, baseball, baseball Hall of Fame. I mean, like you're clearly about is, Brett. Bob like, like, come on, like, like that. Hence, that's why I don't. I truly don't believe, and I'm going to be honest. I truly don't believe that this is this is all not um on Boone because Boone it's doesn't not, really make the decision. This shit is on the front office. This shit is on the front office. I don't care if Twitter gets mad at me. Until you change the philosophy that's in the front office, the Yankees will continue to be a mediocre team. I'm yeah, sorry. And listen, Cashman, I'm, thank, I'm thankful for Cashman, but Cashman's got to go. I'm sorry. No, he hasn't done a goddamn thing. Let's be honest. Um, he has done a thing recently, and we all know baseball is a what have you done for me recently type thing. Um, he, look, Boone, Boone's not a moron. There's a reason that ESPN just grabbed Aaron Boone to be their guy, because the guy knows baseball. Imagine being Aaron Boone. Imagine your entire life, your entire life, you grew up around baseball. You, you know, you, you, I mean, you know, people know you for hitting one of the biggest home runs in the Yankees history. You know, and everyone knows you grew up in a baseball family. Then you show up and you're stuck with this team where you can't have anything to do and you put this team on the field. You don't think that's embarrassing for Boone? Come on. Alright, um, earlier on the Michael K show, Michael K was saying that, you know, Howe is a loyal man, and, and, and that he don't think he's gonna fire Cashman, 
and he also said that well, if even not fire Cashman, then we're in for another year like this next year, boy. He was That's also saying even even if they fire Cashman, they'll they'll just get the same kind of guy, only younger and a lot cheaper. Oh, cool! That's gonna end well. That's that's not gonna end. Well, you know what it is? If that's the case, then why don't you just sell the team? That's what I'm saying. And I said this earlier. Then sell the team earlier, and I'm curious to hear what you guys think. I know we're going on way too long right now, so. It's, it's, it's all right. We have we have we have eight minutes. All right, go ahead. Go Here's ahead. my thing. The perfect guy to buy the goddamn New York Yankees. You ready? ready? Mark Cuban. Good <laughs> boy. Ma- Major League Baseball won't let another billionaire in, in, in like that, man. They won't let him in because he tried to buy the Cubs a few years back, and they won't let yeah. him in because he's you know a little crazy. But if you hey. want this, dude. Mark Cuban has enough of George Steinbrenner in him. He has just enough. But that's of, the problem, though. They Allen. just like Conan. They're not going to do it. That's the guy. That's the guy. You want to fucking market baseball? You let Mark Cuban own the New York Yankees. I'm sorry. And Hal can sell and hold on to everything that he's holding on to with the Yes Network, etc. And he'll make money. He'll make money. What the fuck? Mark Cuban will just print money. Yeah. And Hal can own the Yes Network with Fox or whoever he's in bed with with that. And and you know what? He's gonna he's great. He can sell the team for six billion dollars and then fucking all of a sudden hold on to the T V rights. Boom. So Hal's gonna keep making money. Fucking sell the team to Cuban, let the kids play. That's all I got for you guys. I gotta go walk the dog. Alright, Chris. Take care, buddy. Thank you again so much, man. All right, gentlemen, I'll talk to you soon, all right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, fellas, let's go Yankees, but who the hell knows?